0: community inspire radio Coming up next, I am going to be forcing one of the girls on admin into an interview because I want you guys to get to know what happens behind the scenes and how much work actually goes in to inspire. So we will have Amanda Baisley on after 10.30 and I will be asking her what she does, who she is, where she's from and what she's about. Stay tuned, guys. I am giving away a voucher today and I need you guys listening so that you can contact us and say, I want the voucher. I need my car washed inside and out. So I just want to thank the guys over at Concierge Car Wash once again for giving us these vouchers to give away to you guys. Without networking around here, we cannot get anywhere and we cannot give you prizes. If you do have a business and you would like to communicate with us about some giveaways or work with us, like Kelly did, thank you Kelly, you're welcome to contact the Keep It Real at Inspire Radio page. We do want to work with you. We did hold our first event last night too. It was an absolute blast. We had a disability disco down at the Leisure Inn in Rockingham. Gabby and I hosted that from 5.30 until 7.30pm. We danced the night away. It was so much fun. That's why my vibe is so up this morning. I will be back with you guys right after this and this one is going out to Courtney in Waikiki. Ambitions by Eli. Oh no, sorry. No, we've got What's Love by Javril and Ashanti. Here we go. For the community, Inspire Radio. You are listening to Ria and Beef Fridays. I nearly forgot the name of my own show. How bad is that? So, We do have R&B for you today, but also I've just really sprung this on, Amanda. Yes, you I've decided to bring Amanda into the studio for an interview because I want to do some kind of segments on behind Inspire and what goes on with the workers that you don't actually get to see. So, Amanda, can you introduce yourself to everyone out there?
1: Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm admin. I'm here Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. Yes, but there's more to you. So tell me about yourself. I am... 36, Mother of Two, um, Two Boys, Seven and Two, and An Angel Baby. And what are your likes and dislikes? Um, I like R&B.
0: You like R&B. Are you loving the playlist today? Yes, I am. Yeah. What's your Um, favourite song that
1: I've played? Probably the last one. I actually really enjoyed that.
0: It was cool. Hey, I've never heard it before. I've never heard it before either. Yeah. What's your favourite song? It's called Miss Miss Booty, yeah, that's okay to say. That's I can't remember who says who. Miss Booty, yeah, I found you, yes. Miss New Booty. Yeah, that's get it. it to get... Yeah, I love that that's song. That's it. Um, okay, so you did mention that you are the mom of an angel baby. Can yes. you tell me a little bit about that? If you, I left. If if you don't want yeah, to, yeah, that's fine.
1: Okay. Um, in, t- well, nine years ago, um, me and my partner, fell pregnant very early in our relationship, and at twenty eight weeks and three days, um. I woke up at 3am, couldn't breathe, couldn't move, couldn't do anything. Um, We got to hospital and I had um, pancreatitis and they took me quickly as they could to Sir Charles Gardner. But by the time we got there we lost Aidan. He had stopped breathing. So I had to give birth to him naturally without him being able to help or anything. Um, And then I was in a coma for three days and then I got to hold him and yeah. That
0: sounds like a really hard thing to go through. It was. I couldn't even imagine how just gut-wrenching that would be and how mortified you'd be. But you were in a coma
1: for three days on top of that. Yeah, because um, I don't know how much details you want but... It's up to you. Um, the Bliss Centre wouldn't come out so that I ha- ended up having to go to theatre anyway. They didn't want to take me to theatre. Um <sighs> And my lung collapsed, so they put me in a coma for three days. I have actually had a collapsed lung myself. Yeah. I know what that's like. Yeah. So yeah. they weren't they were going to give me a C-section, but they decided not to because I was too sick, but I ended up having to go anyway. So, yeah. That sounds like collapsed. a whole lot of things oh, to go through. I got worse after that. I got a blood clot and everything. Oh, and my Lord. I was that's... in hospital for 17 days. It was horrible. Just
0: piling things on top of yeah. things. Yeah. So... What would you say to any of our listeners out there who have
1: gone through something similar to you? Talk about it. Talk about it? Talk about it. I don't talk about it enough. Um, You need to get it out. Otherwise you're going to live with the guilt and the pain forever.
0: And I personally, I mean, I I haven't really talked about my experiences, but if there's a baby that you've been pregnant with, as far as I'm concerned, every woman should be able to talk about that yes. child. It, like it's still here, yes. like that baby exists because even, that was your child.
1: Even if it's a, a miscarriage, just a... Not, I don't want to say simple, not simple, but if it's a miscarriage, it doesn't. It's still it doesn't really matter it doesn't exactly matter. what you've no gone what through. It doesn't matter
0: what happens. is your own experience. If you've gone through the pain of having to lose a child,
1: yeah. we should be able to openly talk about yeah. that. Oh, and trust me, you can't openly talk about it. It's not. Some people make you think. It's not worth talking about.
0: I don't agree with that at all. No, and, and I, I don't, don't think a lot of our listeners do either. No. I, I've seen you comment on some of our posts and say it's Aiden's birthday and that sort of thing and yeah. that's the kind of culture that like keep it real is all about. That's yeah. exactly what we want. So the first thing
1: is so you've got some other kids as well. Yeah, I've got um, Ryder who's seven. He was actually born earlier than Aidan was and for the exact same reasons I had pancreatitis again. And I have Archer who everyone and Gabby calls Tank. Um, and he's two and a half Aww. and about just under 20 kilos. So so
0: tell me about your first baby. So I had Riley. He was born at 27 weeks. 27 weeks. That's really yeah. big because I know that um, yeah. a lot of the time yeah. um, babies that are born early, they s- often say they
1: survive after 26 weeks. What was that journey like for you? Um, it was long. <laughs> Um, but very rewarding because yeah. you were there with other families. Like he was in hospital for 13 weeks. So I was up there every day. Well, mostly every day. When the nurses told me to go home, they told me to stay home for a couple of days. Yeah. Because I was also recovering because I had had pancreatitis again. Um, like I drew, I drove like three days after a C-section because I wanted to be up there with him. Um, it kind of becomes routine. It becomes a job. You have to go up there, you have to sit with them, you have to feed them. I was lucky in, luckier than some mums because I didn't breastfeed. I couldn't. But the mums who did were had to be there all day, every day. Whereas I could just go in for a bottle feed, leave and come back and leave and come back. They couldn't do that.
0: That would be really uh, difficult to be separated from your child right after you oh. had them. It's... it's you don't want to leave. No, you wouldn't want to leave. No. I, I mean, I struggle when my daughter goes to her dad's for the weekend. Yeah. I couldn't imagine 13 weeks of separation. No. And
1: you didn't want to leave. And me and my partner, Jamie, we hardly saw each other because he would go back to work because we still needed money. Is and... it okay if after the break we talk about the, your son's
0: development? So, Riley, so I'd love to ask you some questions around that and how ahead or he might be. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Awesome. So we're just going to pop Condemned on for you guys and we'll be right back. For the community, Inspire Radio. Sorry about that, guys. We did have some technical difficulties just now with the butt, but the butt is being a butt. So I have been speaking to our fantastic admin. Her name is Amanda Baisley. Is that right? Am I getting it right? Yep. So we were chatting about your beautiful angel baby, Aiden, yep. and we also had a quick chat about Riley. Yep. So I was hoping if it's okay to ask you some questions about his development as a Premier baby. Yep. Um, and what that sort of looked like. So he was born at 20, 27 weeks and yep. we had a chat and you mentioned that he was in the hospital for 13 weeks. Yes, 13 weeks. And all you could really do was go up there and give him a bottle yep. and how you, you were meant to drive three weeks after birth, but you started driving straight away. So yep. you could go up there and see him. Yep. So that shows your level of commitment, obviously, to your f- newborn child. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about where he's at with his development? Because you hear different things about preemie babies. like yeah. Some are
1: advanced and some are behind. Yeah. So tell us about Riley. Uh, well, he's seven, going on 14. <laughs> and he's the most loving, caring boy you would ever meet in your life. He cares about everybody, um, maybe to his own detriment. That's really cute. Um, he's a little bit behind at school, but I wouldn't say it's anything major. When he was born, he had no major issues which is very lucky considering how early he was. Um, he has had several surgeries, um, just grommets. He's had grommets three times. He's had his adenoids taken out and his tonsils.
0: I have had that too yeah. as a kid. It's pretty intense. Yeah. I was eight when I went through that, so he was a baby.
1: Uh, One and a half, two and a half. So a, a four Baby, baby, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he had um, water on the brain and water in his ear canals. Yeah, and... um. But other than that, we've not really had any health issues with him, but he is a little bit behind at school. And what does that look like? He has trouble reading sometimes. It's more of a concentration thing. He can do it and he's very smart. Um, He can do it, um, but it's a concentration thing. He also gets bullied a bit because he's very little. I mean, I'm not the tallest person at all, but he's, he's... Pretty little, and there is some bullies, one in particular. Um, but he tends to make them his friends because that's how he deals with it, I think. We've told him to stay away from her, we've told him to stick up for himself. Obviously, don't get himself into trouble, but he tends to say, Oh, I played with so and so today. Aww. And I'm like, She's not a nice little girl. Oh, he's got, <laughs> it sounds like he's got the biggest heart. Oh, he does. That's amazing. He's amazing and he's an awesome big brother and we couldn't be prouder.
0: Yeah. And so when you're working with Riley, if you're working on homework together or trying to teach him to read, do
1: you find that he works better with you than he does with his teachers? Yes, and he works better with his dad than he does with me.
0: Yeah. So obviously then the education system is looking a bit different to what's happening at home with someone who kind of knows how he works. Mm.
1: That's awesome. I've I've seen that a lot too with my daughter. We are lagging in support though. Yeah, at this particular moment. But with COVID and waiting on referrals and stuff, it's it's gonna take a while. But we will get there. And so you've got another son as well. Yes. What's his name? <laughs> Archer. Archer or Tank. <laughs> um, he's two and a half and he's crazy. But we love him and he's adorable, and he loves to cuddle Aww. and. Yeah. And you
0: were just telling me when we were listening to some music that this morning he sat on his brother?
1: Yeah, it was last night. He um Riley was sitting on the floor and just minding his own business and he went and sat on his head. I don't know. It was just, I just thought it would be
0: comfortable. And so I wanted to, I hope it's okay for me to talk about some of the things you've been told yeah. about. So you've been told some negative things about talking about your angel baby. Yes. We're not going to repeat what that was. No. But what would you say to anyone out there who's gone through what you've been through with Aiden, and who's getting told they shouldn't talk about it or that it's, you know, just something derogatory or rude about the
1: situation? You need to focus on your own life. You can't let anyone in that's going to destroy you, as I've learnt the hard way. Um, Surround yourself with people who love you. Um, You need to talk about it. I think that's really good advice. It gets too much. If you leave it inside you and the uh, guilt will get you. But the thing is, is that this isn't something that you need to blame
0: yourself for. And I want you to know that. Yeah. And we've had that chat. So I want to ask you as well, what do you do here at Inspire?
1: Um, well, at the moment I write the song, I write out the song lists. I check emails, um, invite guests in and get them to the people they come to see. Um, Help out the presenters where I can. Ruin the puzzles for the day. Yes. So (laughs) this morning I popped up a post on the page, Riddles
0: with Rhea. Sunny ruined the first one and then Amanda jumped on the page straight away and she had the right answer straight away to the second riddle. So do you
1: tend to ruin riddles for people? Not normally. (laughs) Not normally? I just thought I'd jump on the bandwagon today. So
0: you are admin here at Inspire. And now we know a little bit more about you. and where you've been. So after the break, I'd love to chat to you a little bit more about what you're actually doing because I know you think you're just organising some stuff like song lists, but you're actually administration and you're actually keeping us afloat and we're actually building ourselves based on your support. So we're going to come back after a couple of songs and we're going to have a little bit more of a chat about that if that's okay. okay. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. I know how hard it must have been. (laughs) And for anyone out there who's listening, if you do need – To speak to anyone about something like this and it's triggering you, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14. And here we are with a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey, Gabby, did you know that you could win a new car at Anytime Fitness Bell Divers?
0: You mean I get to keep fit and I could win a car?
1: Yep. All you need to do is join Anytime Fitness Divers in October or November 2020, and you'll receive an entry to win a new Kia Picanto, thanks to Morley Kia. That's so
0: amazing!
1: Plus, receive an extra entry for every friend you refer who joins before November 30, even if you're an existing member.
0: Wow, there's so many chances to win! So get down to Anytime Fitness Divers for your chance to win a new Kia Picanto.
1: Anytime Fitness Divers. It's more than just a gym. United Cinemas Rockingham Outdoor Cinema is now open. Fun for everyone, so bring the family along and enjoy a warm night under the stars.
0: Tickets are just $8 each for grass seating or
1: $12 for our reclining deck chairs. For session times please visit unitedcinemas.com.au so stressful trying to find tiles and bathroom stuff for my
0: renovations. I'm sick of going from shop to shop. It's just so confusing and expensive. You should go to Ceramico Tiles and Bathrooms in Rockingham. They have everything you need. Tiles, toilets, vanities, showers, tapware and more. All under one roof, with ranges to suit every budget. See the team at Ceramico Tiles and Bathrooms in Rockingham today and let's get started. Ceramico Tiles and Bathrooms, 3 to 9, Enterprise Way in Rockingham. For the community, Inspire Radio. You are listening to Ria MB Fridays. I have been chatting with Amanda for the past I don't know, half hour or so, and she has shared her absolutely amazing story of all the things that she's been through with her three children. So we've been talking about Aiden, Riley and Tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, we were going to chat about, because I do want to note that you are one of the backbones of Inspire Radio. You do a lot here. She thinks she just comes in and writes out song lists, but that's not <laughs> all she does. Her and Sunny make sure that we always have files filled up with forms. You guys make sure that our ads go up. You make sure that you're answering emails, replying to people, and you guys even do advertisements and organize interviews for us as well, and anything else in between all of that. So her job is more than just listing song tracks for us, but... We've just had a chat about an organisation that really helped you while you were going through um, your premier birth and going to the hospital with with Riley. And I just wanted to hear a little bit more about that because I thought
1: that was really interesting. So their Facebook page is called Tiny Sparks and they're mums of former premier babies. I think you're always going to be known as a premature baby. They say it ends at five years but you don't. All the appointments are written down as a premature birth. You kind of don't get rid of... So it's like a label. Yeah, it's like a stigma. Yeah. Like you don't ever... Like even when I take him to the doctor now, it's like, oh, he was premature. So
0: yeah, that, that explains seven everything. Years ago. What is
1: that? Yeah, so the Tiny Sparks will bring food into the hospitals. I know they did it at King Edward because that's where we were. And at um, Clear Hospital. Um, they bring food in because you don't think of that. You don't. Always think about bringing your lunch in because the first thought in your mind when you get up in the morning is, I've got to get to my baby. They bring coffee and tea around to you. They will come and sit with you. if Because every day is hard. Some days are harder when they're not doing so good. Um, we had so many ups and downs, it was ridiculous. Um, so you don't know what you're going to get until you get in there. And they're just there to help. So I would like to do something for them or talk to them or something because not only did they help me but thousands of premier babies are born in WA every year and the parents need all the support they can get, especially if it's your first baby. And so you mentioned that they they filled up
0: the kitchenette with food. But you also, we were chatting about support and what kind of support you've had going through that. And you mentioned that there were people through Tiny Sparks to talk to about how you were feeling and and that sort of thing. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, they had the support workers there and you could go there at any time of any day and they would have people there to talk to to you. Because sometimes you do feel alone, even though there's parents all over the NICU. You do feel alone and especially if your partner's working because you can't stop your life. Your life does stop but you still have to carry on. And we couldn't always see each other. We were like I would be there during the day, he'd finish work, he'd come to the hospital, I'd leave and then he'd come home at like 10 o'clock at night. So we hardly saw each other. That's a lot of separation especially when you're going through this. yeah. Yeah. So the amount of support you can get is incredible if you're willing to do it. Not everyone's willing to. Everyone deals with their situation differently. Um, but they are there. If you if you have any, any support, like grandparents are allowed in to the NICU as well. Not, but no one else. Um, and Jamie has a 20-year-old son. Well, he wasn't 20. He was younger then. So he had to wait 13 weeks before he could see Riley because he wasn't allowed in. Wow, that would have been really, really hard to yeah, go through. kids carry... Germs, as we all know, and we they don't let anyone, even if you've got a sniffle, you're not allowed into the NICU. So, so that makes so on top of having a baby that's premy and in hospital yeah. for 13 weeks,
0: also he couldn't see his own child, which yeah. would have been really rough for both of you because then you would have felt really alone yeah. through that process. Yeah. And so, we've also had a chat about some of the things you saw while you were going to the NICU yes. or the NICU, yeah. and so you mentioned that tiny sparks, they would go in for babies where the parents might not be able to be there because of distance or even babies experiencing symptoms
1: of withdrawal.
0: And so what sort of support did you see them providing?
1: Um, There were volunteers that would come in and hold the babies, give them cuddles, give them bottles, change their clothes um, and help even help parents that are in there. Because if it's your first-time baby, you know, I... The first time I ever changed a nappy was in the Nikki. ever. Oh. So, like, I had to learn. I learned to change nappies sideways through the two holes of the incubator. Did you have to wear gloves when you were doing that? Yeah. Oh. And you weren't allowed to, for the first few weeks, we weren't even allowed to hold him because he was that tiny and vulnerable that they would, like, we could, they would say, like, 15 minutes skin-to-skin time. But that was it, and then he had to go back in there. And how did that feel as a mom, as a new mum, not being able to yeah.
0: hold your baby for more than 15 minutes a day?
1: Oh, it was heartbreaking because all you want to do is hold your baby. But he was so little and so he was 1,200 grams born, so we weren't allowed to touch him. The size of a little teddy bear basically. Yeah, yeah. I remember I had a friend
0: um, around the time I had my daughter and she had a premier baby and when she brought him home... ...they had to go to Build-A-Bear and get little yeah. tiny clothes to bring him home in. Yeah. So I have, I have sort of seen this, you know. And yeah. I know how hard it was being a first-time mom to a kid that didn't really have any issues.
1: No, because you didn't get to bring him home. You didn't get to be up all night. I, want, I wanted nothing more than to be up all night when my baby was crying
0: and it really puts in perspective the things that as parents I think we take for granted a lot. Yeah. And it's literally having them with us sometimes yeah. and it's being able to stay up with them at night. Yeah. Did you notice a difference between Riley and Tank when yes. you brought Tank home? Oh yes. Did you did you find that you got a lot more enjoyment
1: out of being at home? Yes. Yes and no. I felt like a first time up because I didn't have him I didn't have Art, Riley at home. So it was harder. Everyone, you know, just cruises on with their second baby because they know what they're doing but it was harder because I didn't do the nighttime time routine because for the first 13 weeks and then when he came home he just slept he, a bit of a brag here but he slept straight away my daughter was like that too though, because in hospital they can sleep on their tummies because they're monitored so he did that from day one of being home that's really cute and everyone would be like why is he on his stomach I'm like how
0: he sleeps. And what kind of quirks did you notice from him, even though he was quite little, obviously?
1: Um, and
0: did he show like personality? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was a very demanding, like, if you weren't there ready for his bottle, he was demanding. What sort of ways did he demand his bottle? Crying, screaming. He was very good with his hands for someone, for a baby born that little. He had very good hand. Coordination. Really? So, yeah. what sort of things was he doing with his hands? Uh, he could grab, like, once he was out of the incubator, he could grab the sides of that—you know, the plastic sides of the cots in the hospital. He could grab that. Really? But they were shocked by that because of how little he was. It doesn't matter, like, how early they're born. He was next to a baby who was 37 weeks and had so many health issues, and then and then you had him who didn't really have a lot. That's exactly what I meant before And I was saying,
0: you know, they can be, preemie babies, they can be advanced in so many ways. Even if they're behind in some ways, they can be advanced in so many other ways. I mean, I know Amara, obviously, you know, she was in one of those incubators when she was born. She couldn't touch the side of that. And she was three kilos when she was born. So I I really don't think, and I'm wondering, do you think that Riley being a preemie baby really is, is something that's a negative or a positive
1: thing for him? Um. I think it has both. I thought until school I didn't think it was an issue. Even education-wise I don't think it's that much of an issue. I mean, you can be behind and not be preppy. He's not that far behind, he's just, he gets lazy. And, but before that, no... So do you think it might be something
0: more to do with the way that he's being taught rather than him being yes. a primary baby? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So this is something that I get
0: really um, yeah. passionate about because I really think the school system is is a little bit outdated in the way oh, that yeah. we teach our kids. Yes. So when my daughter was about five, right, she couldn't cut the way she was supposed to cut. And I'm oh, doing quotation yeah, marks here. Well. She needed an occupational therapist to teach her how to do it. And at home yep. I taught her in about five
1: minutes. Yep. So have you seen anything like that with Riley? Yes um it, everybody was saying he needs speech therapy he needs this and needs that within a week that had all changed so you can't always go on the first thing you are to, you are told I definitely re- recommend a second opinion especially with the and bullies just try and nip that in the bud because if they are a little different if they're shorter if they're You never know what way a primary baby's going to go. And I'm just going to put this out here right now. If I catch anyone bullying Riley, you're going to have to deal with me. (laughs) And
0: I'm a bit of a force, so I would stay away from Riley unless you're going to be his friend.
1: (laughs) Because he's the nicest little boy that you'd ever meet. And, yeah, I can't really go into what I feel because... He sounds
0: like a real empath.
1: He is. Which is is amazing. He is. And what's your favourite thing about Riley? His passion? His passion. Everything, even if it's even if I think it's annoying, or if I think it's a waste of time, um, he's, he's passionate about whatever he does. Like, I got him a 12-day event calendar, not a 35, not a 25 or 65,000-day calendar, event calendar. And I thought that would be perfect. 12 days before Christmas, he gets a Ryan's World toy because that's his thing. No, he wanted a chocolate one. And for the life of me, I couldn't find one anywhere. So yesterday we went to Big W, Big W, and he made his own.
0: Oh,
1: just so that he could have something to open for the next what ten days. That's I was so like, cute. <laughs> bad mum moment but also very cute. It really isn't a bad <laughs> no, mum moment. I just figured I could find one, but No, no but no. you're letting him go pick what he wants and then yeah.
0: he's he's happy to make the best out of a situation yeah. that you know what I mean? Most kids would probably be like, What is this? Yeah. I want my chocolate calendar. Yeah. And he's gone out there and picked his own things and put it in there and he's happy with that. So yeah. it sounds like he's a kid that really likes to make the best out of everything. Yes, he does. And it sounds like you really love his heart and his passion yes. and his drive. Yes. Yeah,
1: he's determined to be happy no matter what Can be it annoying, Yeah, but he is very passionate about what he does, it, no matter what it is. And he also left some chocolates for, aside for his brother. So Aww.
0: Even though his brother sits on his head, he leaves yeah. chocolates out for yeah, him. Yeah,
1: always, always.
0: He sounds like a sweetheart. He sounds like we need to get him in here. That's what he sounds like. Oh, my God. I want to get him on the radio. You would
1: never get him to stop That's talking. That's good.
0: That's what we like. We talk a lot, Gabby and I, so we could get him on a Monday <laughs> show and get you in with him. Gabby loves chat. him too. Yeah. I need to
1: meet him and I need to meet Tank too. He yeah. sounds like a He's a boss to be robot. reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I want to say a huge thank you for coming on and talking to me about this today because I really wasn't expecting this <laughs> kind of conversation but I am really inspired by your journey Yeah. and I want to say for for me for, to do a show like this with you here yeah. and hear your story has been really amazing and inspirational for me and to hear the things you've been through, you just sound so grateful for everything Yeah. and I'm just like I'm proud of you. I, <laughs> I, don't, you. I don't know what everyone else out there thinks except the people who have been messaging me telling me how amazing you are. Yeah um so thank you so much for sharing your story and thank you for being a part of inspire with us
1: that's cool i love it here
0: i love it here and i love that you're here exactly and that's that's what i really wanted to showcase i wanted to showcase what you did and you came in here and you showed me who you are and that's what i love and so thank you so much and we're gonna get riley in because it's gonna happen (laughs) so i'll let you get back to it but we will go to a song And um, guys, if you were interested in that or you want to hear any more from Amanda, please comment on the recent video I did and just write Amanda. All right. Bye. Bye. For the community, Inspire Radio.